What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Root of the Matter podcast. I'm your host, Malachi Walden, and there is something good in store for you all today. Today, we're talking about mental illness in the black community, something that we don't want to talk about. We don't like to talk about it, but we're going to get down to the root of the matter today. And I have someone who is more than capable of talking about what we're talking about today, mental illness in the black community. She is so accomplished, and I'm going to let you tell, I'm going to let her tell you all why she's accomplished and why is she uh, more than capable of talking about this one today. Without further ado, Root of the Matter family, welcome Dr. Jackson to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Dr. Tunjanika Jackson. I am a licensed professional counselor and I'm also a certified professional counselor supervisor, so I clinically train other counselors in my field. I am currently in over 21, 22 years of practice. Yes. (laughs) Yes, and yes, you're 21. So (laughs) I'm starting out when you were right there. And so uh, I specialize in mental health and substance abuse disorder uh, diagnosis and treatment. And so, wow. this is real. Wow. Yes. Very, very accomplished. I knew what I was doing by bringing you here. Thank you for joining us. And also, so I'm repping my college, Morehouse College, and she's repping Alpha Alpha Sorority yes. Incorporated, which is today, J15. Yes. Thank you, and I would like to extend a happy Founders Day to those wonderful and beautiful sororities of right, Alpha right. Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. So once again, welcome to the Root of the yes, Podcast. Thank you. Um, and let's just get straight into it. Let's get down to the root of the matter. Okay. Exactly. So first question: Tell us why depression and suicide is important from a global perspective. Okay. Well, well, Malachi. From a even from a United States perspective, suicide is the second leading cause of death between ages 15 and 24. And the tenth leading cause of death for all populations, no matter what the age is. So in the United States, every 12 to 13 minutes, someone is killing themselves. People are dying. Every 40 seconds globally, you know, our youth and adults are killing themselves. So from the time we started talking, Mm -hmm. we've had globally a suicide death. Wow. Yes. And and it it really matters because depression and anxiety are so overlooked at Mm -hmm. times. And the I should say the significance Mm -hmm. of treating depression and anxiety in its early stages. So yes, in actuality when you're looking at it, we're killing ourselves at a faster rate than homicide. Than anything, right? Than anything. And I, I didn't know that it was the second. And so why, why do you think the numbers are so high? Like, why do you think they is so high on the chart for the murder? Like, more than, like you said, homicide. Why do you think it's so high? I think because there's a lot of stigma. Uh, and especially in certain populations mm-hmm. associated with even seeking help. Mm-hmm. Or even acknowledging that something is wrong. Is wrong. That we have to be more proactive about educating our population, and whether it is especially the African American population, because I gave you a global perspective, not taking into account what young black men and young black women are going through. In fact, young black men are two times more likely to commit suicide wow. than any other 
population. Wow. In 2014, of all the suicide deaths among African-American men or people in general, mm -hmm. over 80% were African-American men. Wow. Yeah. And so it, it, it's alarming. That's sad. Yes. It, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. It is. It is. And in a study we analyzed from 1991 to 2017, which triggered a lot of this, they looked at African-American suicide rates, the attempts and the successful suicides. And they found that there was a 73% increase. Wow. There was a decrease in suicide among whites. Hmm. What happened? Right. So, we're, so we're, we're, the numbers are higher. We're still killing ourselves. And the numbers that you just said, the percentage, they're actually carrying it out. Yes. Because it is a difference. Yes. It is a difference, right? Yes. And you bring up a very, very good point that they're saying statistically one reason why African-American men hmm. or in general, especially men, hmm. are so successful because they use more lethal means. Right. In fact, here in the state of Georgia, from 2015 to 2017, mm -hmm. Georgia, yes, Georgia. Georgia, had the highest per capita of suicide among teens. Wow. Yes. With, and then when they analyzed the African Americans within that, over 52% used guns. Now, I'm not talking about attempts. I'm talking about actual suicide they cases. Were curious. Yes. And wow. so, please, I should tell you that much of my research comes from the Center for Disease and mm -hmm. Control. Uh, a lot of it comes from various journals. So, you're not, you're not just talking. No. You're no. Just, <laughs> no. Okay. You're not just talking. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. You know, this research is definitely accredited. So, any of your followers, you know, I would say go look at this research. Yeah, because your research is Yes, this is real. So, yeah. Georgia. <laughs> 2015 to 2017, we got carried the highest per capita. The only other states that were behind us were Florida, mm -hmm. uh, North Carolina, Ohio, mm -hmm. but they're still within the vicinity. Right, right. And even that's here. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually, we're already getting off the <laughs> But I, I actually wanted to, to go back to something you said about mm -hmm. black men, right? Mm -hmm. So do you think that depression and suicide is somewhat tied into hyper-masculinity within the black community, like this thought that um, a man, right, mm -hmm. in the black community, um, you know, you're not, don't show emotion, right, don't let anyone know that you're hurting, don't anyone know that you're going through something, right, be a man, suck it up, do you think that that has any type of tie into the hyper, what we have to be, and these things that we have to do within our community? Exactly, I, I do believe that that is a portion of right. it, that stigma, mm -hmm. that we don't kill ourselves, white people do that, you know, <laughs> that is not the so truth, you know, right. yes, <laughs> no, and, and here's the other part, young African American boys ages 5 to 11, right. they're really at a two times more risk. This came from a national youth inventory that was conducted in 2017, between 2017 and 2018. Right. Um, and they polled over 200,000 um, adolescents and they found that one in five were thinking about suicide and one in 10 actually had a plan for carrying it out. So, and let me say this, mm -hmm. that we cannot exclude black women in that because you have your Oprah Winfrey's of the world, Absolutely. your Kalani's, you know, Absolutely. I love her music, by the way. Right. You have your Michelle Williams of Destiny Child. Mm -hmm. You have Taraj P. Henson, 
coming out and shedding light that yes, black women, we're tired we're as well. And that's an amazing platform that she had that she started. Yes, to, I, love yes that. I love that. I love that because she's she's honest that honest. a lot of black women have been successful in suicide. You know, we see that a lot. You know, Sandra Bland, look at that. You know, and, and the conversation becomes, how do we move towards mental wellness in a world that we look through a prism of stigma, mm -hmm. historical adversity. We're being, having racially based exclusions mm -hmm. from education, oh. from health care. You know, social it's, it's, economic it's resources. Exactly. So, so oh, what? And I hate to say this. So, what the hell does wellness look like for right. us? For then? us. What What does it look like? Right. So it's not only you men with that stigma. Mm -hmm. It's us women. Right. And, and it's and our the children. Cards, right. Not to cut you off, but the cards yes, are just no. so stacked. Yes. You know, it's just so sad. Yes. It, 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 it <laughs> makes it scary. It yes. makes it scary. And also, I I mentioned about the guys, and you just brought up the girls as well. Yes. So, in black women, you know. The most disrespected, right? The always, most, you know, always, you know, the, the most counted out. You know, what I'm saying yes. the bottom of the right? Yes. Uh, uh, the socioeconomic run. This is everything black women have to face and have to go through. Mm -hmm. And like Taraji Kingston started with the yes. platform, right? Yes. Black women have to face so much, so much, so much. and really. Now it's becoming so much of a norm, right? It's normalized like, oh, you a strong black woman. And no, I gotta lay this cake down sometimes. You know, I need. And see, for black women, you know, they were taught, you know, much like me, but it's, I think it's even more prevalent with black women. Like, oh, you have to bear so much. You have to be strong. You have to be the backbone of your family or your circle of your arena, right? And it, why does the burden have to fall on, you know, the black women to carry that load and clear that burden? Because at the end of the day, who's looking out for y'all? That's right. Right. Where, where do we go? Where, where, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and I grew up in a family that was very strong black women. Yes. And, 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 so, and, and, and that begs the question, right? Who's looking out for them? Where, where do they go to when they want to, when they need a harm relief, right? And, and that is that plays into depression and suicide as well. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's so sad. Exactly, and, and you say that you know with with such confidence, right. and it's right. the truth. Oh, it's it's, it's very <laughs> analyzed many of those stories. It is the sad truth. It's the sad truth, but it is definitely true. Mm -hmm. And so, how have you know? No, of course, you don't have to tell us. You know, okay. No, no. I, I, you know, I, I just want to get questions from them. Of course. How have you yourself? Um, battle these these burdens and these baggies, right? Because when I look at you, and don't take this wrong, but yes. I, you know, on um, what's the Tyler Perry? Uh, why did I get married? Yes. And uh, uh, Jamie Jackson, she's a counselor, right? But she, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you know, she has it all together, mm -hmm. right? It seems it seems like seems she has like it all together, it. right? Because she's a counselor. Oh, no, she knows she has all the answers, there. <laughs> and it, it comes to the part of the mood where there's a breaking point. Yes. Because a lot of times, people like you, you know, women like you. Yes. You, you have all the answers. You're helping other right. people, and it's tired. Right. And it's like you're you're tired. <laughs> also. Listen, so, sisters. <laughs> I exercise my right to sit myself on my own couch. Mm -hmm. I exercise my right to say the power of no. It's a whole sentence. It doesn't require an explanation. No. There are some boundaries that I have to set. Mm -hmm. But if I sit here and tell you that I'm immune to depression, anxiety, it would be a lie. Mm -hmm. I endure. You know, I had to find a way to cope and still manage my business and deal with the effects 
of the pandemic on a personal level and still be there for Mm -hmm. those who needed me to be Mm -hmm. there. And realistically, Mm -hmm. financially, it's hard. You know, I got into this field because of my background with losing my mom at age 14. You know, I know what it's like to have suicidal ideations and not tell anyone and burden, you know, mm-hmm. and feel burdened by the world, misunderstood. So please hold me that suicidal yes. ideation. We, yes. we want to come at you. Okay, we will. We will. And and if you want, I can stress on it now. You know, well, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So so suicidal ideations mm-hmm. is a it's a whole totally different thing. It starts it from mm-hmm. suicidal ideations mm-hmm. that when they start to increase and they start to as 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 mother would say manifest themselves mm-hmm. that you start thinking about it and you start thinking about it more often well let me get a plan what would I do if I do this and it builds up and see that's the piece that we have to get in there early and be proactive and yes mm-hmm. and and you know if you're getting the right kind of help and you're finding the root of the matter mm-hmm. you know <laughs> the root of the matter you're, you're right. finding it out so I know what it's like and as an adult as a very grown adult it does not make me immune that you know I'm tired but I do exercise my right to engage in self-care and that's very important I put things in place I know how to go sit in the sun and hey I'm taking a mental break you know I even have my daughter programmed are you on your island yes baby I'm on my island in my head you know this is time out no talk time for you right this is mom. And, and you have to take that time mm-hmm. to really just decompress. Yes. And, and to really yes. get recenter yourself. Right. Yes. Because even though, <laughs> and, and I, I keep going back to this, mm-hmm. but for a woman in your profession, yes. and like you said, you had to have things done professionally as well. You have to, you know, bear things professionally. A lot of people, you know, you're my counselor. I I I right. And a lot of people only realize, hey man. And navigating that, I can imagine it's hard for you. So just mm-hmm. imagine, you all just heard a licensed professional counselor <laughs> yes. say, there are times when I just want to... Right, so it's nothing wrong with taking a step back. No. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging <laughs> that, hey... <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. And, and things is just not, it, it, today is not it's my not day. It's not the day. It is not, it's yes. not the day. It's not the day. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. There are some times when I come home and now family wants to call and get free. Yes. <laughs> like, listen, oh, I love you right now. <laughs> right now, I got to think about right. all this stuff. Right. So I'm very intentional about protecting my Definitely. peace. And in a, you know, in a respectable way, because you know, I want to advocate for my needs. Um, because if my cup is empty, mm-hmm. then I'm not fulfilling what I'm meant to do. And then you're not even being offended at no, your profession. No, it would be an ethical violation right. at that because point. Because you're not even doing yeah. what you're supposed to. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. And man, we have gotten so far. I know. Let's <laughs> <It's like, yeah. laughs> try to pull it back on you. So we, 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 you narrowed it down about the U.S. and state perspective about yes. Georgia and whatnot. So. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe we talked about this, but we, we, I think we need to go back to this. Mm-hmm. Why is this topic of specific importance for the African-American and other minority populations? I love it. And it is because over the last two decades, mm-hmm. we have seen such an increase. 
You know, there is truth to the stigma. At one point, African Americans were not committing suicide right. like that or attempting suicide. Mm -hmm. That was something that's one of the things that kind of holds on mm -hmm. to that stigma now. Uh, you know, black people don't do that. Right, right. And, you and, know, and there's and some also, little white children and <laughs> people. You and, know? And, and, and when you hear things on the news like, oh, you know, suicide bomber or somebody shot up to, we automatically say, you know, ain't nobody white. <laughs> you know, that's nobody black. That's somebody white. Oh, sorry. No, no. And so now you really got to check. Yeah. Now you got to check because you it's us. It's, it's we have to us. move away from that mm -hmm. type of thinking. Because, yes, we do. And it's at an alarming rate. And right now, at its current state, we are two times more likely than any other population. Mm -hmm. The white population has been decreasing. Yeah, going <laughs> you know? yeah, we're going up. And the good thing, Malachi, is that there has been alarming efforts since 2017 when right. that came out, between 2018 and then 2019, the Ring the Alarm report mm -hmm. was established. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Oh, yes, great. So it wasn't like everybody noticed this trend mm -hmm. in African-Americans killing themselves right. and did nothing. No, kudos to the entire Ring the Alarm task force. This was a whole committee mm -hmm. of representatives who came together. Mm -hmm. It was a, a, a inventory that came out in one of the um, American um published uh, magazines basically and the report was based on what the ring the alarm task force um it considered a, uh it consisted of doctors uh epidemiologists um state various state representatives from all over the world Taraj P. Henson was a big part of that. And it was published in 2019, so you can go look at the full statistics. But what they did find was what were some precursors to why this is an issue. They also said, okay, we know why it's an issue now, but now we're gonna allocate fundings towards avoiding, avoiding, you know, yes, avoiding it to become more of a problem than it already is. And so that was a good thing that they found that because of some of the neighborhoods that our kids are predispositioned to grow up in, mm -hmm. family dysfunction. Absolutely. Some things we look at or what our grandmothers would say, generational curses, mm -hmm. you know, it's generational trauma. Right. You know, we think it's okay because our parents, you know, endured it, they yeah, endured it. Exactly. You know, and, and it becomes, we, we try to normalize Exactly. It. And there comes a time when you have to break the cycle. You have yes. to break the generational yes. curses. Yes. You have to break these generational curses. Mm -hmm. If not, then your kids will be affected. Exactly. And their kids will be affected. Exactly. So you have to really, and this is also why I, I wanted to have this episode, mm -hmm. was because yes. I wanted to bring an informative mm -hmm. podcast to uh, help people know how to break these curses exactly. because there is help. Exactly. There is help. Exactly. We're, we're hiding the fact that there's been molestation within mm -hmm. the family. Oh, well, you know, I, I got it done to me. She got it done. Don't let them people in our business. Don't you talk to anybody. Oh, my That gosh. stuff causes dysfunction. What happens in the house? Oh, I got that speech a lot. Oh, like, oh, listen, you, you don't tell them people what mm -hmm. go on in this house. You know, they don't have somebody up here. They're going to get you taken away. Mm -hmm. You know, you took. Um, you out of my home. You and know? and, and, and <laughs> so. that that creates a cycle of secrecy. It does. And, and it creates it a does. cycle of, you know, it of am I wrong? Like why is this happening exactly. to me? And then you start to you know, you start to look at it for yourself and start to feel like, why am I? You know, there you go. I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. There but, you go. That that yeah. starts 
the right it, it, recipe. It really does. It really does. For internalizing that. You know, is, is it my fault that this mm -hmm. happened? So I'm not able to process all these feelings right. effectively because you told me it's not okay to tell anyone and let it out mm -hmm. and say how I feel about right. it. And then going back to the whole black You're all right with me. You're all right with me with that. <laughs> <laughs> the this is a licensed professional <laughs> you are all right with me. But, and, and, and so back to black to the, the black women, mm -hmm. it's so hard yes. for you all to break these yes. these curses yes. and these like because you're told for so long, like you just said, it was told to you so many times. Yes. And, and, and I don't even know what even happened. Right. right. And, and so a lot of times this creates those curses and, and all of those things that were happening so far back. And right. you will be surprised how people normalize that. And how people, and how people yeah. think that, you know, maybe this is okay because, you know, oh, well, I see my mom, it happens to my mom, it happens to my grandma, you know what I'm saying? And so you have these people that come out and they think that these things are normal. That's right. Right. You know, I, I had some colleagues um, back in school that they thought that certain things, you know, the very detrimental, very exactly. problematic things yeah. were okay. Like, oh, y'all do that? No, we don't. No, 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 no. We don't do that. And, and, and it, it's sad. It's sad. And that adds to the whole demographic of depression and mental illness, which we're going to get into soon. So you, you definitely spoke about I love it. I love it. And what people would recognize as you, we're saying generational curses mm -hmm. right now. We call it generational trauma, a trauma. good old-fashioned family dysfunction. Mm -hmm. You have to correlate those mm -hmm. pieces that this is dysfunction. Right. And those are some of the pieces to, as to why mm -hmm. our youth are depressed. Yeah. It, 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 all, it all matches up. It, it all it matches does. up. And so, like you said, in order to you know break that, you have to call it out. Right, and then this is the next question. What are some remedies and what are some plans of action? Right, because we're not going to just sit here and talk about all of the things and not, no. you know, cut a plan. Yeah, let's, let's what, what are some plans of actions and remedies to break these uh, generational curses and try to look for a better future within mm -hmm. your family, within your demographic or community at large? Exactly, I love that, and and that's one thing that the Bring the Alarm report. Mm -hmm found that guess what we have to allocate resources mm -hmm. to a community that has been left out exactly. you know that has been That's left out because of your race mm -hmm. or because of your location <clears throat> we have to allocate programs that remove these guns and certain violence mm -hmm. out of your community so that you don't think it's normal mm -hmm. that's why african americans are so successful because they have lethal means mm -hmm. and I mean, they have that access exactly they have access to those that's right and and, and don't get it twisted women attempt suicide more but their methods are more passive mm -hmm. men complete suicide more in more any lethal, race right, yes right. because they have such lethal means and, and so what are some of those before we get yes, into yes. the plans of action mm -hmm. what are some of those um tellers like some of those things that you can kind of uh you know <laughs> if i'm paying attention to you if i've been around you, what are some uh Very notifications good. or something that i can see because a lot of times people, you know, there's things called, and we're going to get into it, functioning um, depression. You know, I love the way people you that, that. Right, yes. people that, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like nothing is wrong with it, uh, but, but on behind the scenes, there are so messed up and so tore. So what are some indicators, that's what I was looking for, what are some indicators um, of that you would know when people are dealing with these things? Very good. Um, so there are covert and overt symptoms. Those are Covert ones are the ones that you can see. see you know if somebody writes a letter or tells you or they start insinuating. Mm -hmm. 
you will know if uh, someone has given away all of their possessions mm -hmm. and they uh, up and quit their job mm -hmm. that they've been on for 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. So those are telltale signs that, you know what, something is wrong. Right. You know, and please, if people tell you they're, they're thinking about suicide, do not dismiss that. You know, oh, he's just talking, he wants mm -hmm. attention. That's you know? so serious. Now, that's, that's a so stigma serious. in the African-American mm -hmm. community we've seen a lot of, too, that we don't take those Overt signs. Yeah, it is like, well, and, 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 and we hear so often, oh, child, that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, he, he been like that. Like, every time he get drunk, he like, <laughs> <laughs> no. And it's like, no, that brother has a problem. That's right. We need to discuss that. And so those, those indicators, and they're so strong, covert. But what about those? The overt, those are the ones that we really have to pay attention to. Those are those subtle changes those that make goals a shift in your overall personality characteristic. You may be a little more irritable, aggressive. Your fuse is shorter. You may be a little more uh, reclusive, where you were the extrovert. Mm -hmm. You may be staying in the house more, sleeping more mm -hmm. over the course of the day. You know, parents, oh, yeah. please watch your children's yeah. sleeping patterns, mm -hmm. eating patterns. They even they're affected as well. Um, some uh, youth uh, and adults engage in a lot of reckless behaviors. You see, you know, excessive money spending or um, credit card debt or stealing or things like that. Things that are outside of the norm that you may attribute to just conduct-based problems, which is one of the reasons why African Americans are more likely to be diagnosed with conduct-based problems instead of true emotion-based problems. Because they think that they're just lashing out. That's right. It's, and it's, but it's, it's something serious. Especially in school systems. Okay. You know, I've analyzed a lot of the individualized education plans and looked at the, the profile of a black youth and a white youth and it's the same thing statistically, mm -hmm. but this white youth got labeled under the emotional mm -hmm. behavior disorder and this black youth got labeled under a conduct problem. Oh, so he had no services and didn't mm -hmm. and probably didn't even get an IUP mm -hmm. but got suspended and sent to the alternative yeah. school yeah. and where you think he at now, okay? I'm turning what I know. Exactly. And guess what? I'm back in this community mm -hmm. where I think crime is normalized. Mm -hmm. But when we get them and understand that it was an emotionally based mm -hmm. problem, so that's a whole other show for you, mm -hmm. educationally, yeah. how, you know. And, and for that not to control, mm -hmm. that, that dichotomy, that dichotomy, mm -hmm. when, when the white kids do something, oh, uh, depressed teen, you know, he's been through mm -hmm. so much, oh, mm -hmm. losses, mm -hmm. oh, oh, there you go. Exactly, but when a, when a black teen, you know, oh, trouble mm -hmm. you. Oh, alternative school, yeah. <laughs> tribunal, game, game related. Oh, like, yeah. it, it so, but if you really get down to no. the root, right? If you really get down to the root, like um, my my brothers used to work at this. Um, what is it? This place called. Um, oh, Lord, it's, 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 it's um, I do know the um, middle health. Uh, yeah, um, well, I don't know the name. House. Yeah, my house. Yes. Here. And so, and he would. Uh, they would say mm -hmm. when you really sit down and talk to those kids. Right, and you will really figure out it's more so emotional. They've been through so much mm -hmm. at such an early age, and these, and they just the outlet is lashing out. I think I need to lash out because I, I want attention, or this is the way that I'm right. coping with this. But if you really look on, you know, the inside, not just out, you know, if you look on the inside, you will figure out that these people, these kids, have been through so much. Yeah, 
and and have been at an early age too, because that's it, it's it's so much it's so much yeah it's so much more trauma added on when you're young, and you see so much stuff at a young age because a lot of times you know kids they're not supposed to, I, I was raised very well you know and a lot of kids are not supposed to see a lot of things at an early age and that adds on it adds to it yes and it adds to yeah. it and so why do you think? the lashing out right the, the the violence why do you think the violence is more so incurred upon trouble you that have had trauma that's an excellent question and i'll tell you why exactly from a biologically based perspective trauma influences brain development wow trauma changes your brain chemistry exposure to trauma so it's not only from a you know, environmental standpoint, mm -hmm. from a developmental standpoint, trauma changes how the brain develops, the chemistry, everything. And you know, everything is brain-based, you know? <laughs> and, and that's it, that, that's where it starts. And so when you have a brain that's not fully developed until ages, between ages 22 and 26, mm -hmm. depending on what studies. Mm -hmm. And so when it's influenced by trauma, it is naturally impaired. Mm -hmm. So we have this brain base. We got the part of the brain, which is the frontal lobe, mm -hmm. that controls every other part of the brain. Mm -hmm. So your emotions are in your limbic system. Mm -hmm. Those are your feelings right. and drives. And then you got your brain stem back here. That's the most primitive part of the brain. That's where anger is. So mm -hmm. when a woman has an ultrasound, the first little beep on there, that's the part of the brain that's anger. Mm -hmm. Then you have this limbic system. But the part of the brain that controls every other part, that's the part that's not developed, executive functioning until you're 22 or 26. So you may have had some developmental milestones. And, and so is that from, that's the decision that's the making. Front, that's your decision, gotcha. that's your executive function. It controls right. every other part. So it's gonna control your emotions, how you respond to anger, wow. your impulsivity. Oh my God. So you have trauma and all of this. You know, so that's what medication serves to do, adjust those chemicals. And, and, and balance them out. And balance them out. Wow. Yes. And so because the brain is not developed usually between, you know, and so, I don't know if this is true or not. Is it true that men brains develop later on than women? <laughs> or, or is that something that's old? I will say this. I will, I will say they develop different. Women are known to mature, and most of that is oh, quicker than men because of socialization. See, right, right. You know, and women are more social, mm -hmm. the average one. Yeah, that's right. You know, but yes, um, men are oh, still. And you know, it's, I don't know. I think I'm an so I don't know how the exact degree, mm -hmm. but women are known to mature faster, you know. Brothers, um, brothers, and it may be hormonal them. imbalances and changes yeah. because yeah. women go through a lot. Yeah. You know, we're the mothers of the world. Right. And that's, so oh, that's, our bodies, that's right, that's our bodies have to prepare mm -hmm. for childbirth right. and, you know. Because woman um, is the reason why I'm here. So that's you, right. you, somebody <laughs> has to carry on you. That's somebody right. So it's a lot that we're prepared for at an early age. Right. You know, just think about it. At the age of 10 or 11, if women get get their menstrual mm -hmm. cycle, like they're all moms, moms. They're yeah. ready. Their body says, I'm a mom of right. the brain, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that spirit too. So that developmental process is is so important to, uh, like like you said, because mm -hmm. If this trauma, right, is it's, it's developing you, right, and it's so it's sticking in all the things that it wants to. By the time you really get to, that's why a lot of times people are are, are broken, and a lot of times you know in these relationships, whatnot, like you're, you're dealing with, you know, and not to say anything, like <laughs> a lot of times when you're dealing with these different type of men, yes, right, it's like, hey, right. what's wrong with this man? It's, it's because you know, not 
you know, money. brothers, I'm going to take care of it. Gonna... Before you met him, honey. <laughs> Someone right, baby. Oh. <laughs> you got to get on somebody's couch, okay? Two whole people have to come together. Yeah, I'm going to get off that. You're probably going to get it now. <laughs> no, but, but so, and, it's, and it, 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 it's, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Because in a lot of times, you have developed more than I have developed, right? So yeah. you may think you know something's wrong with me, but at the end of the day, I may think something's wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And there are some broken yeah. females. Don't get that twisted. You it's know, so some mean. of us are broke too, and we you know put those burdens. Mm -hmm. And here's the other piece. So you have your biological predisposition mm -hmm. because of the trauma and the way it shaped your brain, right. but you also have your mindset. People, I, I, I tell people, yes, honey, there have been some people who have hurt you. And there probably are some people who are out to get you, right. but everybody is not out to get you. Yeah. And that's the hard piece mm -hmm. when all of these preconceived <sighs> notions so and the paranoia, mm -hmm. you know, you get to hold on to this belief system. Thoughts drive feelings, feelings drive behavior. Mm -hmm. and Thoughts drive feelings, feelings drive behaviors. And and you know when when they when there is valid information, what well, just how do you tell me? You know, mm -hmm. I was raped by this person, raped by that person, my mama beat me, you know, and they have real stories. Mm -hmm. I validate your feelings, sweet mm -hmm. or sir. You mm -hmm. know, but here's the thing. You have to accept that bad things have happened. You have to be comfortable with feeling uncomfortable right. for a small season in your life, but you don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. And that's that piece that they have trouble connecting. Well, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay there. <clears throat> you know, and that's it because you own that. You mm -hmm. accept that. You have to have acceptance that there are some bad things that have happened. Right. Probably if I keep living, there are going to be more bad things. But you know what? I'm, I'm built for this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be proactive about doing things I need to do, not to sit too long in these uncomfortable feelings. Because somewhere between being comfortable with feeling uncomfortable, that's where change occurs. If your mindset is right. ready. And, and those are called growing pains. Yeah, you're going to go through those <laughs> to, to grow. And yeah. it's so important to not Stay there. That's right. Not stay there. And, and, right. I, and I know that you talk to a, a, a vast variety <laughs> yeah. of, of, of clients. So tell us more about the inks. We, uh, we, 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 no, that's but, fine. But, that's I, fine. I don't even care about <laughs> tell us about <laughs> when people, when, when they come talk to you and, and, and they're just stuck. Yeah. They're, they're just stuck. I want to talk about this. When, when you're stuck, everything feels like it's, it's slow motion, mm -hmm. right? You know, you take two steps forward, take five steps back. And, and, and a lot of things can be due to that. So, so tell us what are some uh, things that can, you know, propel you to be stuck, and how can you get out of those ruts exactly. and those slumps? Your mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's like when you feed yourself negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, it's real when you walk in a room of people who are negative and always judgmental. You know, you if you're not cognizant mm -hmm. of the impact of that that can spill over into your life mm -hmm. and it becomes a pattern of you so the first thing it's important to have self-compassion self it's like okay dr jackson listen i'm not gonna be judgmental mm -hmm. or overly critical of myself because it's enough people that do that for that, 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 you. I'm that, not joining in mm -hmm. and giving you a pass. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I'm going to learn to celebrate the good things in my life. 
or to celebrate the good things that I have accomplished. Mm -hmm. Even if they're small, I'm going to build on it. So mm -hmm. self-compassion says, I'm going to put me first. Right. I'm not going to be judgmental. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be critical. I'm going to find every reason I can, every excuse I can mm -hmm. to celebrate myself. myself. So when you oh, tell me you don't like me, it's okay, baby. I like me enough for both of us. Hashtag all of us. I like me, you know, and, and that's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's a mind. You have to feed it yourself with the positive energies because mm -hmm. my response would be now. Now, 20 years ago, my response would be, like, oh, really? Why? <laughs> For real? Now it's like, that is not business. Yeah. If I can rent a space in your head mm -hmm. for free, how's that for you, babe? Because you're going to pay me to rent space in this head. Damn, you know. Okay, and, 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 and people, people call, call it what you want. You know, call it arrogance, whatever. It's just that I have self compassion. I have self compassion. And, and she's like, I know who I am, and I know what I am. And, and for a lot of people, it well for me, it, it didn't, it didn't really take much for me to get there. But it, it, it's like, it is, but it's like when you have people, when you're dealing with people who are insecure in their own selves, right? Everything you do, oh, you think he all that. Oh, he's so weird. So, I mean, no, 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 no. It's just that I am at a certain level. That's right. And I think that you should be there too. That's right. Yeah, I, I can show you. I love it. Mm -hmm. And that's the piece. Many people think that self-compassion means you're selfish. No. Self-compassion makes you less critical and judgmental of others because you're less critical and judgmental of yourself. I always say it's not cocky, it's not arrogant, it's mm -hmm. not, you know, so if you have a resume to back it up. That's right. You can <laughs> pop you, you know you can pop all the talk <laughs> you know because you have the resume. So it's like you come in here, you talk, you know what I mean? You say, Oh, I, I know this XYZ. I'm not Oh, she thinks she's no. no. You have a resume, you exactly. have the experience, and you have the inside as well. Exactly. Exactly. Because it takes a lot. And if you don't know people's piece, story. That's it. And the other piece to that mm -hmm. is God say he qualifies who he calls. Mm -hmm. So I'm humble enough to understand that I don't have to have four five degrees, mm -hmm. which I do. Yeah. But <laughs> but I don't have to have that behind me right. because I'm I'm gonna celebrate that sister who may not have mm -hmm. those four or five degrees. Because the other piece I'm gonna look, you want these student loans? I guess. <laughs> you know, so I yeah, celebrate and, the and fact you know, Joe that Biden got about two weeks. That's right, too. I'm waiting. <laughs> But, you know, I celebrate the fact right. of being humble that God said he's going to qualify who he yeah, calls. Absolutely. And so I'm going to be humble enough to mm -hmm. recognize that, you know, some people, good old-fashioned wisdom, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to sit myself down and I'm going to listen. I'm always open to this. Okay, always, always. You know, and, and, and I think that's what adds <laughs> on to, like how we were saying, how we feel so good about ourselves. That's because right. <laughs> I know that I'm not too big. Um, for wisdom, and I know that I'm not too experienced to just sit down and hey, let me let me as an officer, let me learn you something. That's oh, I love it. I love it. You know, that's <laughs> look, let me learn you something. And, and so, and, and I'm so glad that you brought up the piece about God because you know we're both you know Christian yes, people. Yes, and I'm going to talk about um, Christianity and mental illness. Yes. And, and Christianity and therapy. Yes. Right, because it's this. It's a stigma on that too. Right. Oh, child pray. It is. I'm pleased that I've had a lot of pastors mm -hmm. of churches reaching out to me because we realize the Bible said he wants to, to establish the work of our hands. Absolutely. So before I'm in therapy sessions, I don't care if I'm about to see an atheist mm -hmm. because that's one of the questions on my questionnaire because I want to be respectful in mind yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is you claim, um, whether it's whatever sexuality, mm -hmm. whatever pronoun you want. I'm respectful of that mm -hmm. and I'm none to judge men. Right. 
However, these hands right here, I always pray before I go and say, Lord, establish your work on my hand. So that I believe that there are people that God works through. Yes. So when I go to the medical doctor and I'm having procedure, hey, Lord, work through their hands. Please, please. You know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And I'm happy that more pastors are recognizing that God instills <clears throat> talents into people and their hands and that they're able to do that. Because you're right. Before... That was a stigma. It you is. know, you go you go talk to your pastor, you, you don't need all of that, mm -hmm. you know. Or, 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 or go for it. You don't need yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Uh, and don't get me wrong, spirituality is a big it's protective fact. So it is. So Even in my mindfulness prayer, I take time to pray and meditate. I have reminders on my phone mm -hmm. to pray like three different times a day because I want to be intentional about it. I can say, Lord, I'm praying without ceasing. But sometimes because of this mind of mine, mm -hmm. it's got a lot every day. Right, right. I have to be reminded. And that, right. that's that's that part about me being intentional mm -hmm. about protecting my peace and having my boundaries. So people will say that it's time for you to pray. Yes, I'm going in my little prayer. Exactly. You know? Right. <laughs> you need to go ahead and take care of that. And so yeah. that's so important yeah. with that aspect too, because when you have a toothache, mm -hmm. pray. But you also want to go to the dentist. Right. So, so when you're having problems, when you're having problems, and I just want to say this to mm -hmm. um, all of my religious people and my spiritual people out there, my audience. Um, when you have those problems, it's okay to pray. It is. <laughs> but, but go see a doctor. That's right. Faith without works is exactly. you gotta put the works behind. And, and, and yeah. you cannot count out right because God gives us godly wisdom. He also gives us natural wisdom. It is natural wisdom. <laughs> natural wisdom. So take your hand. I'm like go sit up in his bed when yeah. I know something is wrong and right. the spirit has led me mm -hmm. to try to tell me. So I guess I gotta be shook. Exactly. To exactly. So it's, it's okay to pray. It's okay to yeah. do the things you do. But also, if, if it's getting to a point. Where you need to speak with someone, yes. take the necessary precautions Please. to go <laughs> and do speak so. to and it, it could do you a world of you know good. Yes. Right? Because I, me personally, I would see a therapist. That, I love it, and <clears> you <throat> know what? I'm so glad that you're bold enough to oh, admit that. And, like, and, and it's so it, it's a, it's a taboo because. Oh, he gonna see it there. Oh, something wrong with you. No, no, no. I'm personally fine. But it's just the fact that there comes times when I'm living this multi-dimensional life, this multifaceted life. I have to take time to. Yeah, right. so let me just tell you about it. School gets it's, hard. Yeah, school, and, and you're balancing school, you're yes. balancing church life, you're balancing personal life, you're balancing yes. professional life, right? And it's just like. This is this is something. Yes. This is something, and, and and I and I feel better every time, right? And so you will feel better every time because it matters and it is important. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I love it. We're all we're, we're all we're all we wrapped up in that in that piece. Do you have anything to say on that? No, not at all. <clears throat> I, I think you covered it all. I, I love it. Okay, good, <laughs> so. We talked about uh, depression and suicide, but now I, I want to talk about more of a generalistic uh, uh, scheme, and then we can go down into the rules of matter. Mm -hmm. Mental health, mm -hmm. mental health, not just depression, not just suicide. It's, it's more components to just mental health altogether. Yes, I love that. You um, that. Yeah, <laughs> Why is that important? To you can talk about you know the community at large, and then we can also bring in to be more close to home with the black community. Why is mental health once again depression and suicide and mental health? It's different. Yeah. So why is that important? It, mental health in general says, you know, where are you with navigating this world? Where are you with taking into account your feelings, mm -hmm. your thoughts, your emotions, and 
every other aspect about you. Right. Just like we look at our physical health, mm -hmm. we look at um, you know going to our doctor's appointments, whether it's medically based right. as far as heart, mm -hmm. lung condition. We have to look at our mental health because it's all connected. You know, somatic complaints, which are those body complaints, can cause mental health problems. Right. Let's just look for a minute at the elderly population. Mm -hmm. A urinary tract infection can look just like dementia or schizophrenia in an elderly population or anybody if they have a UTI, but especially in elderly population, mm -hmm. when they bring someone to my office or get someone now virtually and they're above a certain age, mm -hmm. for me, and that they're <clears throat> exhibiting certain types of symptoms, mm -hmm. for me, it is a requirement for me to obtain a release and talk to their medical doctor and make sure it's not a urinary tract infection mm -hmm. that's causing those mental health symptoms wow. because it's prevalent. Right. Meningitis. Meningitis can look just like schizophrenia yeah. in some of the stages where you're forgetting, you may mm -hmm. be hallucinating, hearing things, seeing things. So it's all connected. So that's why mental health is so important. Mm -hmm. You know, you think someone is schizophrenic when it may be a medical condition yeah. that is underlying. Right. Um, Another um, disorder that um, looks like, well, I know the UTIs, of course, um, meningitis, you want to rule out. Um, any type of the thyroid, mm -hmm. hyper and hypothyroid mm -hmm. can look just like bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And then once you are, because you know, it's, it's, it's up and down. And so once you are even regulating that, it still affects thyroids control your mood right. and your behavior. Right. Certain chemicals in the mm -hmm. brain that are responsible and for depression. Yes, yes. It, it, things that are responsible for depression and irritability, serotonin levels. You know, your thyroids control your hormones. Right. Hormones, you know, endorphins and things like all of those really move. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are a whole list of the different types of hormones. So that's why women have it hard and so do men. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's, 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 it's like my, my ladies, wow. More power to you. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but she's more No, you're right. I, there are treatment-based mm -hmm. strategies to address the overall mental health, and then there are wellness-based strategies. Mm -hmm. And for me, as a professional, I look at a balance of both. Right. You know, I don't want to just promote people stuffing medications down their throat. Right. You know, I, um, there are treatment-based strategies where people used to uh, electroconvulsive therapy, where they actually send electric shocks through the brain. Mm -hmm. It does work. Right. It works fast, but I don't know how many people want the electricity. Right, right. And then, so do, do they numb you before that? Or I, I think, of course, I think right. so. I think you're probably, you may even be put to sleep. I oh, know okay. that that's I, the I premise of it, that they actually shock. put electric shocks mm -hmm. through your brain. Um, then there's the transcranial magnet therapy right. where they use magnets to adjust the chemicals in your brain. Because even though you have these things that happen to you in real life, they have brain-based. That's what the medications do, adjust those chemicals. So it's a twofold. I need to talk about this. I need to regulate my emotions. But I also need to get something to control these this imbalance of chemicals in my brain. What's wrong? That's why it's called mental health. Because it, it, it matters. And it, and it mixes. So, and we didn't touch upon this, but I, I want to really talk about, can someone be a functioning uh, and having a but be functioning. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, Absolutely. and what, is, I, 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 what does it look like, right? What is it? I, I will say 
this. You know, it, it looks like many, most of what we see during this pandemic, mm -hmm. all of those frontline workers and healthcare, I would say that those people <clears throat> have been functioning and they need kudos. You know, even though I'm a frontline worker, I couldn't imagine working in a specific hospital right. setting where I know that people are coming in sick and I have to go to work. I can't work from home. That I can't just so... To me, that's the epitome of someone functioning mm -hmm. with depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. That I got to go home to my young babies and my children and there's a risk that they can be affected. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about all the TikTok videos and all the other videos where I saw healthcare workers crying and mm -hmm. pleading for people to stay home stay and home. stop the transmission. It doesn't, and, it doesn't matter. Shout out to uh, the frontline workers, yes. the people who are working in the yes. hospitals and, mm -hmm. and doing the day-to-day -day things and being on the front line for this uh, pandemic because yes. it's not easy. No. And it's so, it can be so detrimental mm -hmm. on one's mental state. Yes. And because it's, it's sad that we have to even discuss that because in where, where we are now with this mm -hmm. pandemic and people are still functioning and like you said, they have to go to work. And I have to come see you, right? Like you have COVID, right? Say you have COVID, you're only, right? Okay. I have to come in there and be close to you and do this. You're coughing, yeah. you know, and then I have to go home. And right. there's so many frontline workers and people in general, mm -hmm. you know, they did. They succumbed to it and catching it at work. Mm -hmm. You know, so you say, can a person still be functioning? Absolutely. And, you know. and, and it's so hard and, and everyone and so I just want to pause right here to say this for anyone who is dealing with mental health issues who's dealing with depression and suicidal thoughts there is help for you there is help for you so speak to the hotlines and the different yes. um, uh, uh, tools and different necessities yes. that people can you know utilize yes um, for residents of Georgia we mm -hmm. have the Georgia crisis and access line mm -hmm. which is 24 hours a day seven days and a the week. information I'll put the information exactly on. great <clears throat> they come to you you know I used to be a part of that process mm -hmm. prior to the pandemic we were at hospitals jails schools mm -hmm. on street corners and picnic tables wherever 24 hours a day, you call the hotline, a team is dispatched to you, and a team of licensed professionals. Free. We give free access to hospital mm -hmm. placement if you need to. Uh, we complete 1013s, which are involuntary mm -hmm. um, psychiatric placements in 2013, which is the involuntary substance-based um, placements. Mm -hmm. And we work with families because it may be someone who doesn't realize that they're a threat to themselves or others. So we come out, we assess that, and take care of it. So that team now does that. Um, that's not my task or role anymore, but the Georgia Crisis Line is available. We have the national uh, team line. And for those youth or young adults who may be watching who are texter, you know, your hashtag, your generation, uh, there are texts. There's a text app available through the Georgia Crisis and Nexus Line. So you can text, you know, if you're able, if you're somewhere where you can't call. Um, and also the National Suicide Line, and I know you'll post that as well. Um, they have that app. So there are wonderful resources available. You know, and like I said, that Ring the Alarm Task Force also puts school-based counselors. So if you notice back in 2018-19 when they actually put mental health counselors within the school system, all of that was a result of that task force and the efforts to make these services more accessible to our population. Beautiful, beautiful. And so I definitely wanted to talk about that. Those, they, these people, like Dr. Jackson, mm -hmm. they are here for you. Yes. 
You are never alone. You're never in this fight alone. So all the information will be on the screen and they're here for you. So to kind of wrap up, mm -hmm. what are some tips to protect our mental health and keep a good head on our shoulders? And before you get into that, once again, the question is, what are some tips to protect our mental health and just keep a, a clear, good head on our shoulders? And before that, mm -hmm. I want to also say it is okay to not be okay. Yes. It, it, it's okay for a short period of time, right? And, and so, and, uh, 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 a lot of times, the problem is people they get so caught up with the hustle and the bustle of the day, the hustle and the bustle of family life, the hustle and the bustle of work life, yes. right? That they don't take time to really and, and, and yeah, sit yourself down. down. It, it's okay to not be okay. And if you want to lay in the bed that day, hey. Homies. If you want to I'm do, do it, I'm gonna do it right. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, and it's okay to not be okay. And and a lot of times, specifically in the black community, we do not acknowledge when we're not okay. Yeah, we're we're taught not to, right. especially black women. We gotta hide it because we gotta be strong yeah, for everyone right, right. else. Black men too. You know, I, I can't show my Faces and these uh, facades yeah. to please people or to you no. know sit in, in, in you know, certain spaces and, and just really feel like you need to belong here because I have to keep this up. No, you don't have to keep that up. Be yourself. Exactly. Be who you are and and just really take time for yourself. So exactly. tell us some tips and some ways for us to protect our mental health and exactly. just keep a good clear head. I, and I'll be honest, you know, you said a lot of it. You know, exercise your right to <clears> set boundaries. You know, don't stretch yourself too thin. Right. Exercise your right to say no. Say no. Without right. an explanation. Right. And, and, and and I, I mean, right. No. Period. Right. Isn't that the thing you right. all say? Period. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know, set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. But also practice some self-compassion and self-maintenance tips. And not self necessarily self-maintenance, self-care. Yes, because there's a difference in self-care and maintenance. Mm -hmm. Maintenance is I can get my hair and my nails done, but care is going beyond that. How is my emotional well-being? How is my spiritual well-being? Ooh, you hear that, lady? So it's, it's not just it, oh, no. Because, honey, you give me a beautiful hot mess. Beautiful. You know, <laughs> you know the, it goes beyond that. And right. when you but get you to look good. Her, you oh, feel you look like good. she looks good, and yeah. then you get to talking to a man, and you're like, something's not stable, and it's probably oh, not, baby. It's probably not, you know. So you run, 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 that's run. right. You know, and you want to just develop a plain self-care plan. You know, I'm going to go get at least 30 minutes of exercise a week. Even if I can't run no more, I'm going to walk. I'm going to sit out in some sunshine. Just a little bit of sunlight. The body needs sunlight. The body needs at least 12, well, the brain needs at least 12 positive interactions a day to thrive. Right. So that means, hey, how you doing? You know, that's a positive mm -hmm. interaction. I might get on a Zoom call or text someone or look on Facebook and mm -hmm. watch a video. Those count as positive interactions. Right. You know, ladies, young women and older women, mm -hmm. you know, and men, magnesium. Put a magnesium supplement in your mm -hmm. diet. That helps with over 300 body functions, including, you know, brain-based stuff, chemical imbalances, and, well, it balances, help balances out those chemicals in the brain, joint pain, St. John's wort. I said this last night. I used to see that stuff on my front lunch dresser, and I didn't realize the direct correlation in the mood. It, it's, you know, it's just a plant and, and chamomile tea. You know, just practice those healthy habits that you can. Put a lot of omega-3, you know, in your diet. You know, 
Control your diet. Yes. Serotonin is one of the main chemicals that's responsible for depression from a brain-based perspective. But it's one of those chemicals that we can control through proper diet, Mm -hmm. exercise, proper sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, so you want to take care of those things. Absolutely. And and that's so important. You have to do that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You have to be cognizant of what's going in your body because what's going in your body, it'll come out. It'll come out. And what you are also... Uh, receiving as well, and into and, and I don't even tell you what And also, what, what, what you're receiving as well, and the, the type of environment that you yes. surround yourself with. Yes, yeah. oh, yes, yeah. you surround yeah. yourself yeah. with excellence at all costs. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying help those people who need to be helped, but you have to set the boundary Absolutely. for where it gets to be a part of your spirit and mm-hmm. detrimental to you mm-hmm. to help someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. Help people at the sacrifice of yourself mm-hmm. by sacrificing right. yourself or your mental health will be. You know, it's about being intentional about protecting your peace. Right, and, and that's so common with quote unquote the strong friend. Yeah. Right, you're yeah. strong friend. And, and I know. Exactly. And I know everybody, <laughs> you're a mean circle. They call it and you go, oh, call it. And so, and, and it comes a time to where you have to, like you said, no. I refer you to your own counsel. Right, right, right. Because, I don't even want you to come this year. I don't want parts of that. Because it can be so <laughs> yeah. shiny. It can be so shiny when you come off as the strong friend or the strong person mm-hmm. in your circle. And you have to really realize when it, 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 enough is enough. Because yeah. people, let me tell you something. People will drain you yes. until yes. it's no more. Yes. Right. And people will even get close to you because I know that you're strong and I know that I can benefit from you and I will drain you. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like it's like that meme. I don't know if you see it. It's like um, I have a battery in my battery, you have a battery in your battery. Yep. Your battery is low and mine is strong, <laughs> and then right. I walk away. That's right. right. People will drain it. you. I love it. And then and, 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 and they're they're the better. Exactly. While you have to. In that case, be okay with giving hard truths with soft words. Wow. That <clears throat> sometimes people have to have the ability to do that. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm going to show you compassion because honesty without compassion is brutality. Mm. You know, I can't tear you down by saying, I'm just keeping it real. You know? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, God. Oh my that's God. just me. I'm just oh saying, you know, I hear that. No, baby, oh no, baby. That's hostility. That is brutality. It, it's, you a way to, right, it's a way to go that's about right. it. And, and a that's lot of right. times people, and a lot of times people are not receptive of no. what you're laying down, no. right? Because <laughs> this whole, and I, I was going to talk about it. <laughs> well, the whole episode, you were talking so soft, and I was like, "Wow, like she's really talking to me." I really feel it. But but if you were if you were so I wouldn't have been able to you know receive what you laid exactly. out. And a lot of times people, oh, I don't why can't you receive because you're not coming at me the right way. That's right. It, 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 it is tone is everything. Tone is everything. You can be telling me some of the best advice, but if you're telling it to me in in a tone that I'm not going to be receptive of. Then it just went in one year and came out the other, and that's why it's so important because you can draw more bees with honey, honey, honey. That's right, and, and, and that that's so important. So when you're when you're dealing with it, help people with care because you don't know what I mean, right? I love right, because people oh, care. That's right. I'm sensitive. So is there anything that you want to? Um, I think we covered all the bases, but is there anything that you want to share? Because I want to make sure that my audience is getting quality information, quality content from mm-hmm. people like you, professionals. So is there anything that you don't think that we discussed that you just want to tell the audience? No, I, I, I honestly think that we've covered a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, if there is something, my contact information is okay, there, you know, there. And, and if there is something that you, you, know, you want answered mm-hmm. or any of your followers need answered, 
if there are any pieces that I may need to clarify yeah, or assist you with, I am here to yes. Comment and let us know in the Even if we have to do a part two, we'll that's right. Because we want to make sure that this was important. This was an important episode for me, and she was so busy, I barely got her. I mean, I'll just say, you know what, you know what, you but but she she moved a whole bunch of things around me, and I just want to say that I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank for you for being a part of. It. Oh, thank please, you. Thank you. Getting to the root of the uh, matter. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, happy times with you. Thank you, um, Dr. Jackson. I'm your host, Malachi Walden. This is the root of the matter. Make sure you're following us on social media and you're subscribed to hearing about new updates. Facebook, the root of the matter. Instagram, the root dot podcast, and YouTube at the root of the matter podcast, so that you can see um, the visuals. It's so important that you see the visuals as well, okay? And we're also on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Whatever you want to listen to, trust me, we're there. Once again, I am Malachi Walden. This is Dr. Jackson, and this is the root of the matter. See you soon.